Hello, and welcome to the this episode of the Lackadar Podcast. I'm glad you decided to take the time out of your day to listen. And a couple things real quick before we get started and we dive off into this. Last week, I'm sorry about that. There was supposed to be a song that played, and then the way I did it, no other podcast platform other than Spotify would accept it. So, I had to unpublish the episode, take the song out, republish the episode with no song. But this week, you're going to get the song. And so, I'm looking forward to that. And I thank you for listening last week. And I thank you for coming back, even though last week did get messed up. And I'm recording this on Saturday the 31st. And I like to say that just in case... Some big event comes in between, uh, or sun, happens Sunday or Monday before this gets published on Tuesday. And another reason is that I discovered that today was, oh, it's Halloween as well, but um, Reformation Day. So this is the day that the Protestant Reformation took place. So to all you Protestants out there, along with me, it is our Foundation Day today. Not the day you're going to be listening to this, the day I'm recording this. This is the day Martin Luther nailed those 95 theses to the door. But that's not what it's about, so we're not going to get too deep into that. But um, the song today is Lose My Soul by Toby Mac. And it's, it's featuring Kirk Franklin and Mandisa. And it's probably one of my favorite songs And before we get too far deep into this, I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then right after, I'm going to play the song for you. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day, God. And I thank you for these people listening, God. And I thank you for what they mean to me, God. And I thank you for them taking this time out of their day to listen, God. And please help me to speak your words, God. And I just ask that you would please help everybody listening that they could get something out of this, God. And you would just please, again, be with the listening and be with everything that it would just glorify you. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. All right. Here is the song. And this is a little bit more fast-paced than last week's. Well, you didn't hear last week. Sorry about that. But if you haven't heard this song, I hope you're ready.
precious. And they think that it's you, but they don't know that who you are is not what you do. True, we get it twisted when we peek at the charts. Yo, before we part from the start, what's your heart? You a pimp? Hustler, tell me what's your title? America has no more stars, now we call them idols. You said idol, while we teach prosperity, the first thing to prosper should be inside of me. Not because of 22 is on the range, but Christ kept in range. We say yes, now we change. Not the same, even though I met a fall. Since I got that call, I'm a song, now I'm home. Yep. I don't want to gain the Is that not one of the most awesome songs you've ever heard? And before I read some of the lyrics to you and we dive off into it like we did last week, I just want to read you the scripture verse. And you might remember this from the very first podcast. It was part of the mission statement of the podcast, which is Matthew 16, 24 through 26. But it's the last verse of that, which is 26, and it's also one of my all-time favorite verses. And it says, and just to clarify, it's not just because of this song, this is my favorite verse. Just wanted to throw that out there. What will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? So, that's pretty awesome. That, And this is Jesus talking to his disciples. And I want to go ahead and read you some of the lyrics real quick. So, it says, I'm not going to let these material things get in my way. I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get somewhere that's real and pure and true and eternal. 
And that's our mission statement. We're trying to get somewhere that's real, pure, true, and eternal. Because the things of this world, they're gonna fade away. And this song is pretty repetitive, so I hope I'm gonna try my best not to be that repetitive in this. But we have, I'm gonna go in here a little bit further before I get too deep into this. So this is probably my one of my favorite parts of the song. This one and then the last couple lines of the song. It says, Father God, I'm clay in your hands. Help me to stay that way through all life's demands. Because they chip and they nag and they pull at me. And every little thing I make up my mind to be. Like I'm going to be a daddy who's in the mix. And I will be a husband who stays legit. And I pray that I'm an artist who rises above. The road that is wide and filled with self-love. Because everything that I see draws me. Though it's only in you that I can truly see that it's a feast for the eyes, a low blow to purpose, and I'm a little kid at a three-ring circus. So, I also quoted part of that on the Manhood Podcast saying that's my goal for manhood. Because, honestly, it really is. Because if I'm not a godly father, and one day a godly husband and a godly father, and whatever I do, whatever God calls me to do, whatever God calls us to do, if we're not godly in it, if we're seeking for things of the world, I should say, then we are seeking for things that are going to go away. Because, I mean, if we don't have a soul, then everything that we have, we can have the nicest of the nice stuff, and that's great to have here on earth. It is. There's nothing wrong with having possessions if they're kept in the right place. But the second they go past God is when they get bad. And God never says you can't have possessions. He did tell the prince to sell all he had, but that's because the prince had placed his things over God. And he also says in that same part that it's easier for a camel to enter the eye of an eagle than the rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And that's true. For a lot of people. And it's not because Jesus has put a stamp on no rich people into heaven. But it's just because that they don't place him high as they as high as they place their riches. And so often we do that. We place our things of the world above the things of Jesus. And this song is just Toby Mac's declaration that he's not going to do that anymore. And so often I feel like we need to make that same declaration because I know for myself, sometimes I'm just pursuing things that they're not necessarily wrong. I mean, but they're worldly possessions. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with having top-of-the-line stuff, but it's when that becomes greater than your need and your yearning for God. And as humans, we always want more and more and more. And I feel like I'm getting too much ahead of myself with going along with the song here. But we always want more and more and more of some things than others. We want more and more and more of possessions than we do of Jesus. And that simply can't be. And because Jesus is... Sorry about that. That was that was a little break in there. That was a little bit longer in my time than yours that I had to stop for just a second. But 
Yeah, we always want more and more of ourselves and possessions than we do Jesus. And I'm going to go ahead and go back and read some more of the song. So then it goes to the chorus, which says, I don't want to gain the whole world and lose my soul. Don't want to walk away. Let me hear the people say. And then they repeat it. So, bye. So, I don't want to gain the whole world and lose my soul. That's pretty self-explanatory, which we've been talking about. We don't want to gain all the possessions in the world and lose what is the most important thing ever. That's not really even ours. It belongs to Jesus. And the don't he doesn't want to walk away, and I don't either. And from the things of Jesus and walk to the things of the world. And so often they consume us. And then I'm gonna um, read this next part. And there's a word in here that means something different now than it did back in 2010, I believe. When this song was written, it means, like, a punk, which, like, you, you, you're going to know the word when I get to it. I just didn't want you to think I was, that Toby is talking about something different than he's talking about. And I'm not going to read this whole thing for time's sake, and because some of it just kind of gets a little bit repetitive, things we've already talked about. But it says, the paparazzi flashes, and they think that it's you, but they don't know that who you are is not what you do. True, we get it twisted when we peek at the charts. Yo, before we part from the start, where's your heart? You a pimp? Hustler? Tell me what's your title. America has no more stars, now we call them idols. You say idols while we teach prosperity. The first date to prosper should be inside of me. So, that part basically right there is saying the paparazzi and not even the paparazzi people that are outside of Jesus look at people who are doing them, look at Christians and think that it's them doing doing whatever they're doing and it's simply not and we're going to do a song in a few weeks probably three to four weeks called Point to You by We're Messengers and it's kind of along the same lines but I'm not going to spoil that too deep for you but it's Jesus working in us and that goes along the same lines. That would you rather have Jesus working in you and have your soul that's going to last forever or have things that are temp- temporary Sorry, and not have Jesus? And it's just a question that we have to ask ourselves. Jesus is more important. So if that means anything to you, which it should, and where's your heart? So... Where is your heart at? Is it with Jesus or is it in the world? And like I said, there's nothing wrong with having possession just because you have top of the line car and home or whatever doesn't mean that you're not a Christian. I'm not saying that. But just be sure to keep Jesus as number one. And then the last line of the, or the last couple lines of this little verse here it says not the same even though i made a fall since i got that call no more saul now i'm paul and um so we're not the same since jesus came and transformed us because when we admit that we believe and we and we confess jesus as our lord then we're no longer the same 
because we can't, we simply can't be when the savior of the universe takes over our lives. And yes, like it says, even though I made a fall, we're still going to sin. There's no way around that. And if you found it, let me know, please. And, um, cause I'll share it on the podcast with everybody. So if you know, then please, please tell me. So, um, but then the next line says, since I got that call, no more Saul, now I'm Paul. And then it says, yep. So it's just, that was Kirk Franklin that did that part and Toby Mac that does the yep. So that's their validation of that. We're not the same. And if you're not, if you don't know about Saul and Paul, Saul was a persecutor of Christians and he was on his way to Damascus to persecute more Christians when Jesus found him. And Jesus shined this light down on him. This was after the, res- the crucifixion and resurrection. And um, Paul sees this light and goes blind and says, Who are you, Lord? And he says, I'm Jesus whom you have persecuted. And then that's in Acts 9. And then he changes his name to from Saul to Paul, which um, that's just a change in the Greek and Hebrew. Hebrew is Saul, Greek is Paul. Same, It's the same name, just he changed it from his Hebrew name to his Greek name. And that is very significant of the life in Jesus. Same thing with Peter. His name's Simon, and his name got changed to Peter. And the story about Paul is in, um, begins in Acts 9 and goes all the way through Acts 28 which is the end of Acts. And then Paul wrote over half of the New Testament, Romans to Philemon. And they're all his letters that God inspired him to write. And he was radically changed because he was a persecutor of Christians. And we are too, even if we don't know, we're a persecutor of Jesus before we become saved. Because we're not for Jesus, so that means we're against him. And then it goes back over the chorus. And then Mandisa says, How do I sense the tide that's rising, desensitizing me from living in the light of eternity? So I think this is pride. She's asking, What about pride creeping up in your life? And that's going to happen. I talked about this last week. That a bunch of Christians deal with pride. And it's a consuming thing. And sometimes it doesn't even go along with... I mean, you might have nothing and still be prideful about that. But we have to guard guard our pride. Because it can take us over and we'll think, why do we even need Jesus? And when that happens, we're in serious, serious danger. So then... My second favorite part of the song, which is the last few verses, or, yeah, not verses, few words. It says, Lord, forgive us when we get consumed by the things of this world that fight for our love and our passion. As our eyes are open wide and on you, grant us the privilege of your worldview, and may your kingdom be what wakes us up and lays us down. That is, along with the verse from earlier, part of my along from the stuff from earlier, is my second favorite part of the song. And it's just awesome that 
It's just a prayer. And that should be our prayer too. That Jesus' kingdom would be what wakes us up and lays us down. And we could be forgiven when we get consumed by the things of this world that fight for our love and our passion. Because there are a lot. And I know I need forgiveness for that. And I'm betting you do too. So there's no way we're ever going to completely get away from pride. Or earthly things. But we just have to lean on Jesus and love him more. And that's about all I have for this one. I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then also i got to say a few things after the prayer. So, Dear Lord, right now I just thank you for this day, God. And I thank you for the worldly things you have given us, God. Like our possessions, God, because they're all from you, God. And please help us to never get consumed by them, God, because you're the God who gives and takes away, God. They can be taken away and just as easily if not more more easily than they were given, God. And just please help us to realize that, God, and to keep putting you first, God. And I thank you for this song, God, and these people listening. And I thank you for just everything you've done for me, God, and for these people. And, God, I just ask that you would please help us to love you, God, and help our country that we could turn back to you. And I just... Thank you for Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit coming to live in us, God, because you didn't have to do that. And I thank you again for this day, and I thank you for these listeners. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. So, a couple things real quick. You are going to be listening to this if you listen to it the first day it's released on Election Day, which is, this is probably going to be the most influential election for our country. But like I said last week, God's got it. Whichever no candidate winning is going to change the course of our country, unless God wants it to. I mean, no candidate, so that, that came out completely wrong. I am so sorry. No candidate can make our country better. That's the direction I meant to go with that. Without Can make our country perfect without Jesus. And we're never going to be perfect until Jesus comes back. So I'm not going to try to push political views on you, but I do feel like that the Republican candidate is who God can more use to keep our country stable because I just simply think that there that our Republican conservative views more align with the Bible, but that's not what this podcast is about, so we're not going down in there. Just pray that God's will will be done in this election. And my second thing just say real quick, just in closing, I would like to thank two things, I guess. And the first one is the Columbian Progress for allowing me to be in their article. I mean, God is just really using this podcast, and I'm so thankful. So I thank you for if the Columbian Progress, I thank you, Columbian Progress, if you're listening. And I just thank everybody that helped with that, like Miss Watts. And I just thank everybody for being so amazing and um, helpful through this. And I th- I'm, most of all, I'm so humbled that God could use me to do this. And the second thing I want to thank is Anchor. And I'm not getting paid to say this. Anchor is the podcast platform that I use that has helped me be able to get it on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, 
and all those popular podcast apps because I don't know how to distribute it. And so all you've got to do is hit record, start talking. And I used to do it on voice memos, but then started feeling called to do it more on Anchor. So I'm very thankful to Anchor for the distribution and recording of my podcast. And I'm also so thankful for each and every one of you. And I hope you have an amazing week and I love you and goodbye.